Hello and welcome to another wonderful, absolutely fabulous BA Chats. We are so glad that you are with us. Right next to me is the lovely Rachel Coons. Well, who are you? Oh, well, I'm Kevin Coons. <laughs> Kevin Coons. <laughs> and I'm Rachel Coons. Thank you so much for listening. We're so excited. We are uh, streaming tonight on yep. Facebook Live. Yeah, streaming so live great. on Facebook. Hello, all you lovely people. <laughs> Hello, Facebook folks. Um, thank you so much for listening. And this is also going to be a podcast. So Exactly. So, BA Chats, let's just tell you a little bit about it. BA Chats exists for two big fatty daddy main reasons. The first one is uh, we share testimonies. We believe in the testimony. The word testimony actually means do it again, God. And so, um, you know, what you focus on gets bigger. Oh, that's really well said. What you focus on multiplies. So, testimonies help us focus on breakthrough. Focus on the goodness of God. Focus on people doing amazing things with Jesus, profitable lives, people living their best lives. Yeah. And um, we want those things to multiply. And so we focus on them by sharing the testimony on BA Chats. Yeah. So and the second reason that we exist is to actually give you a peek inside to all the wonderful people, the gold that is in the body of Bethel Atlanta. There is gold in them, their hills, I'm telling you. And so every time that we... Rachel and I to get a chance to connect with different people in the body, um, whether it's on a Sunday or going out to lunch. We just find so many fantastic stories, and we just want to take the, uh, this opportunity to share those stories with you um, because it just helps build just a super fun, faith-filled, encouraging environment. So that's the other reason why we do BA Chats. And tonight our guests are Oh my just gosh, they are out of this world <laughs> fabulous people. Okay, it's us. Oh, you ready? <laughs> it's Rachel. <laughs> it's Kevin. Oh, we're so excited. Our producer Josh had the yeah. idea of us actually doing a BA Chat because yeah. um, we, thankfully, we have a lot of, of places that we serve. We see a lot of beautiful things here we at really, Bethlehem. Really yeah. We are so happy to share them. We said absolutely yes. You are, you're that piece of gold I'm talking about, <laughs> Coons. You're that shining, <laughs> that lit city on a hill. I see gold in you. I'll be pulling it on out, Coons, pulling it on out. <laughs> well, this is going to be a fun chat. I'm it looking forward to it. Chat. I'm looking forward to it, too. So, so. well. Miss Rachel, let's talk a little bit about you and the and the how you serve and what capacity you serve here at Bethel Atlanta. Because yeah. uh, we serve in the church and in the school, so we mm-hmm. thought we would serve for the church. And my actual position is on um, staff as the children's director at Bethel Atlanta, and so most um, awesome children's director ever. Well, I'm glad my husband thinks ever. so. I oh mean, no, oh no, it's a consensus. <laughs> I really do love it. It's been an yeah. honor. Um, it's been a pleasure. I'm just going to share some phenomenal stories. Really, I got to be honest. Uh, it's our normal. Uh, we Our very normally kids, yeah. see wonderful things. We prophesy over each other every we single do. week. Um, we see healings constantly, all the time. We see miracles all the time. But um, I've chosen a couple that I thought were just um, special. So I'm going to share them tonight. So um, one time. We were praying for a kid in Kingdom Kids named Eli. At the time, he was in about fifth grade, something like that, right? He was about a fourth grader, yep, fifth grader. Yep. And he had um, a foot that was two inches, like an inch and a half, two inches. Mm-hmm. It was noticeably shorter. shorter. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't like we could put it back into the chiropractors. There was, it had been for a long time. Um, there had been um, 
you know, what are the little things that you, you put in your lift. shoe? Lift? Yeah, lift. things like mm-hmm. that. I mean, they had done all of those things, and so it was a it was an actual, his foot was shorter. So we thought, well, let's put him, we backed him up to the wall, and um, so we could see it. And when, I hadn't really noticed it until then, but when he sat with his back to the wall, you could visibly see it. And I thought, oh, wow, that is shorter. So all the kids got around Eli, and I was up there close. I actually had my hands on him. There were so many of us that, you know, it's a big crowd. And so everybody had either their hands extended, and everybody who could get a hand on him um, had a hand on him. So we started, we were teaching. I remember teaching the kids that day that when Jesus has provided healing the way that he has, when he lived and died and rose again, to purchase that for us and secure that for us, it's not an asking issue at that point. You you take what Jesus has put on the inside of you and you release it forcefully. That's helpful. You you command, you know, yes. things to, to crooked ways to be made straight and things like that. Because Jesus has just put that healing. He's on the inside of us. The Holy Spirit's on the inside of us. It was the whole lesson. Holy Spirit's on so the inside good. of us. There are lots of things we don't ask for. There are lots of things we command. Yeah. Can, can I give just a little bit of context? Yeah, yeah. Just so uh, the people who are, are listening, this this wasn't like this was in like a, a this massive building and all oh. these wonderful <laughs> things happening. We were literally in a trailer. We were renting a building. On a Saturday time. night, <laughs> like first or That's second right, service on a Saturday night at a different church. Yeah. Yeah. And so it wasn't like there was all these like perfect things setting. It was just from a from a physical standpoint, you know, and here we are. We're we're sitting in a trailer that, you know, had had, had, at some point had ants in it like there. It was it wasn't used. And there we were. I guess that that is beautiful. But the Holy Spirit's the same. Holy Spirit's the same no matter what. Yeah. He makes those places really beautiful. And so anyway, we commanded his foot to grow out Mm -hmm. and it did. In front of our eyes. And again, this wasn't like a little, oh, it's a centimeter. I mean, it was all, I jumped, actually. It was a joke <laughs> for ahead, a long time. Go ahead, tell them what about, you said, Kenneth. <laughs> I was, I go, oh, <laughs> I literally jumped. And I was like, Eli, did you move your foot? And he, he, he remember his, his eyes, eyes got real like, big. Miss Rachel. <laughs> what the feel like? So he stood up and we, we, he stood up and walked. We backed his back and we checked it every single way that you could check it. And his little foot just grew up right in front of our eyes. Yeah. And, um, again, that's, that's a common practice that we believe that there is no junior Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, So well said. And we believe that children have immeasurable value in the kingdom. Oh, so much. That's why Jesus said, uh, if you want to understand the kingdom, you got to become like right. one of these. Yeah. So in, in a way, there's a little bit of an advantage because when they come to totally. church, they're not praying about how to pay their bills and how to work <laughs> yeah. out their marriage. And yeah. They just no, come they, to church. That is not there. They just come. Yeah, that's like, right. what you got for me? I hope it's part of it's a snack. I mean, that's how they come. Yeah. You know? <laughs> when do we, when do you feed the 5,000, Miss Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we study that parable? <laughs> So that's been that was a that was a while ago, yes, but I wanted to share ago. that one. I guess it was just so funny. Yeah, what when that happened? Like inside of you, like what came bubbling up? Like what what did you think at that moment? Like wow, genuinely. After I was like, oh oh, what Eli? Did you do that? And I was like, no, Miss Rachel, I didn't do it. Um, after that, I thought, thanks. Father's thanks, like that, that will be, they will remember that for forever. I mean, yeah. that, they've got that for forever. And uh, I just was very thankful, very happy and very thankful. 
um, we ran to tell his parents. And they were like, what is going on in the, the yeah. trailer? I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're seeing heathens. That's what's going on. So it was beautiful. It was, it was a little bit ago. But very, very, very recently, something, um, lots of wonderful things have happened. But one of the, the more outstanding miracles we've seen, um, we had a lady a precious lady, her name is Michelle, mm, and she showed up at service mm-hmm. and said, I felt like God told me to come and help and, and serve. To which, of course, I'm like, oh, it doesn't go that way. You know, I've got a, you've got a background checks, blah, 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 blah. Mm. But tell me what's going on. And she started to tell me her story, that she was a lady about my age, and she had a degenerative eye disease yeah. that it continually got worse and worse and worse and worse. And it, it was hemorrhaging in the eye. And so there was bleeding all over the eye. And eventually it would lead to blindness. Yep. So she had had um, operations that removed the hemorrhaging. So there are about five blind spots in her eyes. So when we look forward, you can see everything from peripheral to peripheral. And she can see that. It's very dim. Like she was, it, I mean, it's been years and years. She was taking um, shots in her eyeballs um, at yeah. the time. And, um, but she had blind spots, like a blind spot here, blind spot here, you know, so on and so forth. And she said, I just felt like God said to come here, you know, out of obedience, he would heal me. And I was like, oh, (laughs) that's why you're here. Come on in. No problem. (laughs) So we stopped everything. We stopped the service. Vacation Bible school. Yeah. It was our supernatural vacation. Supernatural VBS. Yeah. With dirt on the brick floor and I mean it's great yeah it's so great so we stopped the service she shared her stories her story with the kids they all got up they surrounded her we have this on film I need to release this film it was beautiful and she was weeping and the kids were just completely themselves they all had hands laid on her they got not kidding she got 20 words of knowledge the the kids were singing (laughs) I mean at least and they were beautiful. Mm-hmm. They were accurate. They were about heart healing and how her, her sickness had really hurt her heart, but Jesus was going to take care of her heart. She didn't even have to worry about that. And the kids saw the holes in the back of her eyes um, becoming doves and flying away. That little girl that saw that was a, a first grader. So I asked this first grader, I'm like, honey, what, what do you think that was? And anyway, through a series of questions, I realized she didn't realize that a dove was a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Oh, my gosh. She, she literally saw doves, like those holes in her eyes, fill in and, and, and become doves that flew off. Wow, that's just beautiful. And, and the Lord had already told Michelle, the lady, she had already, he had already told her, um, you are going to be healed. It will be a process. One of the little girls who didn't know that, she had no idea of knowing that, um, heard, I see a map. The Lord has a map for your healing. And I can see on the map, at the end of the map, you're going to get healed. And Michelle was like, oh, my gosh, the Lord just told me it was going to be a process and that he was going to do it. And she saw what the Lord had shown her. So the words of knowledge were so rich. I mean, we were all blown away, blown away. But that day... She, we had a sign that has our declaration on it, our mm-hmm. powerful, powerful person, powerful kid declaration on I it. Love that thing. And um, we were backing it up. We backed her up. We backed her up. And she was reading it. It was in lines, you know. Mm-hmm. And they were various sizes because we had decorated and all this kind of stuff. And she said, I would have only been able to read the really big writing, but she read about six lines down of little bitty writing. Yeah. So that was a big deal. We knew something had happened then, but then she went back to the doctor. And the do- all of the hemorrhaging has stopped. 
Wow, see, I didn't know this part. <laughs> all of the hemorrhaging stopped. You did not. No. All the, the hemorrhaging I stopped. I didn't know this. She is not. She hasn't gotten any shots in her eyes since then. Oh, my gosh. That is incredible. And the doctor said, that's impossible. This is a progressive disease. This mm-hmm. just gets worse until you're blind. And, I mean, he was, I mean, he confirmed. Wow. This is not natural. It couldn't have happened naturally. And so after that, she volunteered. <laughs> After that, she's, she became yes. the number one volunteer. Well, well. And she, she's a precious child care professional anyway. Yeah. Like she's a professional. She works with, you know, and she's a creative, wonderful, excellent person. So I would love to have her anyway. But she has started to volunteer. So when she asked if she could volunteer, I was like, oh, my gosh, absolutely. Could we go on a healing journey with you? And she said, absolutely. So she comes in whenever she wants. She serves on her team, so monthly. Sure. And then she comes in whenever she wants to, and the kids lay hands on her. And what we're believing for now is that the Lord puts back those blind spots, those places that have been removed, the hemorrhaging places that have been removed in her eyes. And we're going to see it. Wow. There's no doubt. They don't doubt it at all. I mean, when she comes in, all of her words. I'm so excited at the authority that the kids have talked with at all ages. I mean, the group that she comes to, we pray for is um, first grade to fifth grade. And from the first grade all the way to fifth grade, they'll say, Jesus is healing me. I'm seeing him healing me. Wow. I see him. They see all sorts of wonderful things. So that's That's, been very recently. That's actually, we're in process. We're on the healing journey now with her. That's so great. So I'm sitting here thinking, (laughs) like, this is so beautiful. Babe, you are coming up on three years as the children's director here at Bethel. uh, this, uh, This is October. In That's 2016, right. you're, this is actually the three-year mark. Wow, so, a question for you. That's awesome. Did you see this when you started? Yeah. Did you really? Mm-hmm. So, fill I that did. out a little bit. Like, tell me, yeah. I love kids. I have kids. I mean, sure. our kids have raised grasshoppers from the dead. And <laughs> I was a kid. It's true. Yeah, you The Lord did. healed patches and my dog and, you know, I mean, yep. the, no, I know, uh, no, I knew. I always knew that the Lord is more than willing, and that kids sure. are more than able to receive and hear and love Him. And and um, yeah, I always wanted to see this. I always knew it was possible. But yeah, we're we're seeing it. We're just totally seeing it. Wow, that is so great. So we practice words of knowledge a lot, mm-hmm. just because it's it's beautiful. I'm very prophetic, and so you know, you just pass on who you are, kind of thing. And so we, there's, I think there's probably not a Sunday that goes by that we don't practice. Yep. We pull somebody up. What do you see? What do you hear? What is Jesus saying? Okay, this, this week we're not going to practice hearing what he's saying. We're going to practice what do you see? You know, and we, what do you hear? What do you see? We just, we just do all sorts of things. We play games, prophetic games. Um, one lady came in recently, and she was a new volunteer, and the kids were so crushing it with her. I mean, they were giving her, that's what we do. Our new volunteers come in, and I yeah. Pull them up, and I'm like, all right, kids, let's give them words of knowledge. What do you see? What are you hearing over? Yeah. And they were so accurate. She's a child care professional, too. This is a different brand-new volunteer, yep. a teacher, veteran teacher. She was like, she kept saying over and over, this is incredible. <laughs> this is incredible. I've worked with kids for 30 years. I have never yeah. seen anything like this. And she said, I just expected to come in Sunday school, you know, Sunday school. I've volunteered in Sunday school my whole life. I thought we were having Sunday school. Paper and, and crayons and drawing and yeah. glue. Yeah. And I was like, this is our Sunday school. This is how we do it. So the words were so accurate that I thought, okay, I'm going to challenge them. So I'm, I, I said, don't, 
don't answer my question, but kids, what's her job? I want you to ask the Lord what she does professionally in the herd. What? It was beautiful. I think I was actually in there that day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was beautiful. They saw a hobby before they saw the job. Somebody saw a hobby at first, and she was like, that's my hobby. And then, wow. then they saw her actual profession. Wow. So just releasing kids yeah. to do what we do in our culture. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I will say yeah. from being in there how beautiful and how free, you know, just how much freedom there is. It's amazing to watch uh, children just have the liberty and zero fear. Yeah. There's no, there's no preconceived notions or ideas or, yeah. Hey, is it going to go this way? Or, yeah. you know, they just, they just jump out and say it. And it is so pure. Yeah. It's so pure. I almost, <laughs> I almost think sometimes they just say it. They could just say, you know, Mary had a little lamb and somebody could fall out just because the obedience of a kid's heart is just so pure. Right. It really is that simple. Yeah. And kids will keep it that simple. Mm, they will. But it's not that, uh, it's just they have the ability to keep it as simple as it actually is. Mm-hmm. So I sh- should mention at this time, Kevin is absolutely my number one volunteer. I literally yes. could not do what I do without him. You've, yes. You're so faithful, honey. You just yep. are, I mean, anything that I need, always, you're just my, you just, yeah. I love having you. I love work. I've all, we've always worked Thanks. together. Yeah, we have, yeah, haven't we? We've all, we're yeah. always at our best together, really. Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah. We do better Appreciate together. Appreciate you saying that. So, so. so I love having you in there. You're so helpful. The kids love you, of course. It's a lot you of love fun. Them. I do love them. Yeah. I think one of my favorite things about being around children is that they just have so much hope and wonder on their face. All the time. Um, and it's a super, really, uh, it's a super environment to be around with kids and and, you know, um, they, they, they have no inhibition either. And so, you know, when you go in and you see them, like you, like just naturally, you just like want to touch their head, <laughs> you know, and put your arm around them and go, you're the greatest kid I've ever seen. <laughs> you're going to be awesome. And they'll just and, drink it in. And they will. Yeah, they will. They just drink it in and they and believe it. They believe it. They really do. He had a word for Michael Maiden um, last year, maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, maybe it was a long time. It was the first word I got from him. Yeah, so it two years ago. Two yeah. years ago, mm-hmm. some, two and a half, something like that. And he didn't know that I was the children's director, but he saw yeah. that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> he saw that, uh, that uh, my touch, and I think at one point he ever said, he also said, just my touch and my nurture would, people would grow up and they would be old people, but they would still be talking about this this one lady Rachel oh, with yeah. her touch and her nurture mm-hmm. and so since that word I've made it man I keep my oh. hands on their little heads I kiss their little heads I just keep my hands on their shoulders and their backs yeah. and just you know I I believe that and so I'm just constant just transferring you know all the time just releasing um, yeah. favor and peace and courage and protection and safety yeah. and wisdom and prophecy and just all the time, yeah. you know, and I know it's, it makes a huge difference. It yeah. does make a huge difference. So I have more fun stories. And then I want to hear one of your favorite stories, babe, but okay. also just recently we were giving words of knowledge and we got words of knowledge for big people. So we took it into big church. I took it into big church. And one of the words of knowledge, <laughs> big church, big like, church like it's little church. church or something. I think I have been saying that since I was yeah. a kid. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was like, can I get a big church? Here in 45, I'm still like, big church, little church, <laughs> kids' church. But anyway, 
one of the words of knowledge, I had it on a note card, was a red star and 13. Yeah. yeah. Remember this? Mm-hmm. And the, the, mess, the word was, the, the word of knowledge was red star 13. And then the word was, you need to know that your earthly father does too love you. That's what was so cute mm-hmm. about it. He does too love you. You know, a little explanation mark. He does too. And so, you know, I don't even know which child gave the word. But anyway, so we go in, and sure enough, a lady raises her hand, and she had a son. She has a son. She has a son. Mm -hmm. That is a recovering drug addict. And he had, you know, uh, he had just had a hard life, just everything that comes with that. Well, it had caused a lot of division between he and his family, in particular he and his father. And he had, um, he'd been clean for years now. It was going super duper well. And, and in counseling and just healing, he had, um, the Holy Spirit had showed him, you need to reconcile with your father. Like you're at the point you need to reconcile with him. And he had, he had verbalized to his mother that raised her hand and said, that word is for me. I just have never felt like he loves me. And she was telling him, son, he loves you. He, he doesn't always know how to show it, but your father loves you. Mom, I, I just don't think that he loves me. I don't feel like he loves me. And they yeah. were just working through it. You know, those are hard issues. He had he had 13 red stars tattooed, tattooed from him. his wrist to the back of his arm. Wow. <laughs> that is incredible. It was incredible. I was just incredible. And it's every week. I mean, it's just constant. It's it is. every single week. Well, and I think this is like particular. I think my, my other favorite story in particular, is actually this week of, uh, was actually, we did this, was vacation Bible school. Like, it really was supernatural VBS. Thanks to Neva Vasquez for putting, our director, putting that together and making that happen. But, um, and I think maybe she might have shared this on the podcast too, but every day we were supposed to have like massive storms and massive rain and they would get out here early and the kids would pray when we started and it never (laughs) Rain. It only <laughs> rained after we were done, that if it ever beautiful. did. That was yeah. gorgeous. I'm just so happy that they're being a part of that and they get to see it. Mm-hmm. That's what makes me the happiest. Too. Is that yeah. they're, their age and that they know yeah. that they have that kind of power on the inside of them and that they're that, you know, they've got that much authority and that much, they're just, you know, Jesus is with them. They're not by themselves ever for any yeah. reason. You know, it's a common thing that we do in Kingdom Kids is, you know, I've taught them that the Bible says that your eyes are the window to your souls, to your soul. So I tell you, if you were outside of a building and you wanted to know what was inside of the building, you would go to the windows. And, you know, if you look at the windows, you'd be like, oh, oh, there's there are chairs in there. There's a kitchen. There's a brick floor. There's, you know, whatever. So I said, it's the same thing with your eyes. So let me look into your little windows. And they'll, <laughs> what makes me cry is a big letter. They look up with their precious little trusty big eyes <laughs> they're just hungry like we all oh are my for. what do you see in my windows and they'll just let you pour into them about oh you know i see a gift of goodness you just yeah. you're not going to have one prodigal day not one you're, yeah. you know and they'll just take it i mean you could and that's what i love about them you can just pour and pour and pour they just never get tired yeah you know? yeah i think another thing i really enjoy about um about kingdom kids and is that um, they're super engaged in worship. Like when we have worship in big church, <laughs> um, when we have uh, worship, they there's so many that are engaged. And I remember standing on the back of the back the in the back of the tent one day, like outside, and um, it was it was kind of warm, and 
and uh, it was Quinn and, and another little girl, and um, one of the one, one person was out back like waving a flag, and they were just worshiping with this flag, and and Quinn said, "Dad, can I try that?" And I was like, "Yeah, get it." And so he went over there and got it, and he started just, you know. Like, he was just gently, you know, he was kind of doing what he saw, and he was trying some new things and twirling around. And about that time, this just cool breeze just just started blowing through. Um, when it would, was really warm, it just started blowing through the back of that wow. back side of that tent. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Wow. And just, like, what they, in, like, who they invite and how they invite the presence of the Holy Beautiful. Spirit to come is is really powerful. And, um, and I mean, I, I know where they're, you know, I know where they're picking it up. They're picking it up at home with their moms and, yeah. and their dads and they're, and they're picking it up in, in our environment too, in kingdom kids environment. So I mean, you're they're just, totally their age in worship too. Oh. It's like, oh, sweeties, please don't pretend like your brother's a horse in here. All right. <laughs> hop off. <laughs> they, oh yeah. They totally do that too. <laughs> they're kids. Queen's like, can I sit on the platform? No, but you can sit on the stairs to the platform. Yeah. Can you do that? You know? And then they just ooch themselves up. <laughs> they get up on the platform and be like, son, remember. <laughs> They're made for it. You know about our guy. He's been, he has been since he's six years old. But since he, this started when he was about three. Because I remember him, it was with a little brogue and a little accent that he was talking to his guardian angels. Mm. And um, just recently, some wonderful thing that happened. He calls him by name. He'll tell you exactly what he looks like, mm-hmm. the color of his hair, what he's wearing. He'll When he's in his room, very often, if, if he's in there by himself and he's giggling, I'll, you know, go around and he can't see me and just listen. And he's having conversations with Caleb, mm-hmm. his okay. guardian angel mm-hmm. with black hair and very fair skin. I mean, and, and it's been going on for three years yeah. now, like three and a half years. Yeah. And um, he just sees. We've driven on the property before, and he's gone, hey, look, there's an angel up in the tree. I mean, it's it's not uncommon wow. for him. And, again, he's six. He'll be seven in February. But he uh, he sees very clearly, very clearly. So so that's Kingdom Kids. That's what we do with Kingdom Kids, and it is a, it's an honor. Um, it is. You know what? I would be, if we, if we leave these two people out or three people out, I would be crushed our daughters They're Eden, precious. Mia and Ava all three they have helped, helped so much um, over the last three years just make a really special place they and really so do. those girls are a delight yeah they add so affair. much it Thankful is it is a family affair you guys supporting me that much yep. thank you they've done so they've done so so well it's beautiful so. they love it they're they're gifted they really are so so that's Kingdom Kids. That's what we do. Our whole, all six of us are involved and we set up and tear down and in between and yep. preach. And that's what we do. <laughs> Just, Just do make it. the dream happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's tell about you, Koontz. Um, what are you doing? You're, you're in, that's your involvement in church, but what's your involvement with Bassam, with Bethel Atlanta yeah. School so, of Supernatural Ministry? Well, you know, I have been, this is year number three that I've been involved with Bassam as a revival pastor. Is it three? This, this is, is this is year, year? yeah, it this is. is year number three. So, I lose track of time. And, you know, interestingly enough, um, I came to Bassam because I, I came to Bassam to be a revival um, pastor because I was asked by Jen Stockman. Um, and, um, but the way I found out about it was Rachel had served two years prior. 
So her third year and my first year, we actually got to be revival pastors together. That's fun. And so, which is really great. So if you don't know, yeah, it is very powerful. You don't know about Bassum. It's a, wow, I can't believe you say this. It's a four-year program now um, here at Bethel. It's night, uh, a night school that goes, um, they have outreach night, then Monday, Monday night, Tuesday night. Um, And it has, um, it, it has been a fantastic pleasure to serve. To serve there. It's a beautiful uh, place, a beautiful environment, yeah. beautiful things going on. It's just precious. Yeah, and so um, what, then the capacity that I serve in as a revival pastor um, is that um, they take a, a large group of students that are in first year, because there's first, second, third, and fourth year. They take those first year students that are a huge, large group, and they break them down into smaller groups. So there's, you know, intimate setting where you can ask questions and and, and try new things and get uncomfortable and get used to being uncomfortable because that's what it is. And the very the thing that's constant about school is change. Change always happens. And, um, and, and I think, uh, you know, and so to be able to serve in that capacity and watch, um, watch students go through this, like, really, um, it's, it's not even, you know, I mean, there's process that happened, but it's not just to change. Like, it's a metamorphosis. Like, you watch yeah. a student go in and then you watch them come out. Um, at, you know, they go in in September and they come out in, in, you know, April, May, and you're like, that's a different person. It's true. You know, that's a, that's a person who has had a metamorphosis and who they're in their identity, who yeah. they are, um, how that identity, re- you know, Which re- you say yeah. that's what first year basically revolves around your identity. Yeah, it is. It's, it's totally about your identity and who yeah. God has made you and called you to be and how he relates to you as a good, good father. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just all about finding out about how God sees you and how 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 when you open up the Bible and He says is as numerous as the sand and then the sea. Those are all of the great thoughts that I have towards you, my child. Yeah. So um, it's it's a fantastic place to be, and I have loved serving in that. I've loved serving in. Well, I know you're revival pastoring, but what has it what it, what kind of changes it brought about in you? Oh. Um, I, you know, I think probably the, the biggest change that I think that is, is happened in me is, um, you know, the, I think it's the connection with the students. Um, and I think it's, uh, watching, watching their stories come alive. Um, it's, it, it, it speaks to me and says, Hey, wake up that warrior, you know, wake up that warrior in there. It's the spurring on it's. Um, it's not even intentional. It's just the Holy Spirit just stirring you up into love and good work. So I think that's probably one of the biggest things. And then, and then another one is just um, uh, in my own identity is just really um, stepping out and being bold and and um, and stepping out in a prophetic gifting and um, in words of knowledge. And um, I think I think one that that I that I you know kind of I feel like yeah. I scratched the surface of last year, um, and really look forward to doing it this year. It's just really, um, administering the gift of what God is doing in the room at the time and being able to, to engage a room and engage the people and say, okay, Hey, what's, what is God doing here? And talk to me a little bit about that and just administrating what's happening in a room and how God is moving and, and how it actually perpetuates and grows. Um, yeah, so that's, I think that's been something it popped up in me, um, in the second year and went, Oh, wow. Like this is super, supernatural, but like, this is, this is natural for me to do this, but I didn't know it was in there until, uh, it was just like, go, 
Well, and I did. So I've really enjoyed that. So I know um, last year you had a very powerful word from Michael Maiden. Mm-hmm. His last word. And yes. he laid hands on you oh. and and gave you. So can you tell us a little bit about that? That was powerful. And then I would love to hear, you know, what has it brought? What has it changed? What has come to pass because of this word? Yeah. So um, a prophetic word that um, received is um, he, he literally laid hands on me and parted and said the same, the same giftings and anointing that's flowing in me, you're going to flow in you and that you're going to have a, um, pro- prophetic gifting that's actually going to break out. He actually even said in Atlanta, it's going to be really big and that, um, um, what, um, that I would have a prophetic insight into, um, well, just wherever I was. Mm. Um, and so he imparted and he, he imparted, imparted that a prophetic acumen. Mm-hmm. His yeah. words. Thank you. Yeah, you must've been just listening to that word lately. I listen to it all the time. I need to go back and listen, listen to, to it, it again. Constantly. There was a season where I was listening to that. Like I was, I was <laughs> living on that thing every <laughs> single day. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> We were together and we weren't expecting it is what it was. Yeah. We like asked him a casual question. And you're like, hey, how do you feel about such and such? And it turned into 20 minutes of beautiful, yeah. helpful ministry where he laid hands on you and yeah. imparted a prophetic acumen. It was beautiful. It was helpful. Yeah. So I, I think um, I, I've seen the, like that gifting emboldened, but become more accurate. Mm. Um, is that what it has, has happened since yeah. then? Yeah, it's become more, and, and I, I think what I feel like is that um, where I might not have um, maybe had like the words or um, I feel like wor- words are coming a whole lot more um, fluid and clear. Like um, it's not just, hey, you're going to be you know, a rock star. It's, well, what I saw was, you know, X, Y, Z and leading up to this. Um, and this is what I feel like this gifting that you have is going to release in the planet and there's, yeah. and heaven has a strategy behind yeah. how he wants to do this. And these are the, these are the things that I'm hearing over you. So there's just become a little bit more, um, accurate and more detailed. Um, and, um, I'd say it's pretty drastic, say It's drastic. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. You gave me a word not too long ago that I printed off and keep in my computer bag yeah. and read it that often. It was that helpful to me. Yeah. But you've always, you've always been so faithful. You've always prayed over me and this is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm hearing. But that, you know, I don't, I can't think of anything else. I really have to compare that last word to. And it was two pages of a vision. Yeah, I remember getting, it was <laughs> I, beautiful, it. honey. It's been I was sitting on the couch having me. coffee early in the yeah. In the early in the morning. I remember. I remember. Yeah. Beautiful. So, yeah. Um, and I, I really feel like I, um, I almost, the giving prophetic words here just lately, I feel the strength behind them where, where normally I, w- I kind of would have been a little more, ah, easily, can I give you, ah, um, I feel this, I, I feel an unction that is um, really strong and mm-hmm. bold and courageous. It's noticeable. And that's been, yeah. that's been, um, it's, it's been really good in stretching at the same time too. Really? So, What's been stretching about it? Um, it's cause it stretches you into, you know, um, the places where you're not comfortable and, you know, being very, you know, um, uh, you know, being bold about your words that, you know, that you're giving. Do um, you love boldness? I do love boldness. <laughs> I love boldness a lot. I mean, like Sunday that happened, I'm sitting in church and, 
in uh, Zach eight and the sitting up, the standing up worshiping. And I mean, it was like, yeah. it was like, uh, I, I sat I there. I opened my eyes and you're gone. I sat there for a, mi- a minute, like, wow. Like even just the wonder of the word, you know, sometimes you get a prophetic word and it's just like two things and you just go, you know, Jekyll Island, you know, oh, I want to come up and go, does Jekyll Island mean anything to you? And they're like, oh my gosh, you know, and then maybe a couple things come after that. But this one was like, um, this one was like a, like a chapter in a book. Wow. And I want to, I want, I want to start you with here's where you are. And this is what God is doing and, um, and going back into history and grabbing some things that are super important for your, for your life now. And that you're going to carry forward and change a generation of how they go to market. Like it was just this. I was like, whoa, and I'm, I'm sitting here getting it, looking at him, and I'm like, my 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 mind is my running, and I'm like, but my body isn't moving. Body, why aren't you moving? Like, <laughs> go, get, go do, you know? But it was just coming, 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 and finally, you know, I was like, okay, now, you know, it wasn't even that it was time. It was like, oh, got it. Okay, now we'll go. Wow. So that's been super um, fun and exciting to to jump into, and I think, you know, um, at school, when we when were in those smaller groups, um, you know, a lot of people have never given a prophetic word before. A lot of people have never had a word of knowledge or prayed for somebody to be healed and actually seen somebody be healed or maybe have prayed for somebody to be healed and nothing has ever happened. And we're sitting in those small environments. Um, people will, you know, perfect. it's perfect. And so it's a safe place. And you can say, hey, why don't you go ahead and prophesy? And they go, well, I've never prophesied before. And you go, that's right. okay. And they're like, well, what if I get yeah. it wrong? okay. You get it wrong. What if you get it right? Yeah. You know, and there's this, there's this great environment for, for students to step out and do the thing that maybe they have, eh, I'm not so sure yeah. about. They've been a- apprehensive. And once they step through that apprehension, sometimes it's like, okay, you have to stop prophesying over everybody because we're <laughs> get, trying to get somewhere. Like we have to wrap, the, it's 10 o'clock and I really want to go home and sleep. <laughs> And you're still prophesying over the ant in the corner. Like, you know what I mean? Like they just, but, but it breaks something and they just keep going. And I, I, I think to me that has been, I'd love to facilitate that and say, yeah. and, and to look at them and go, you have permission to be awesome. Do it. Mm. And I think that has been uh, m- one of my favorite things about serving um, in Bassam. It's just the, the, the level of permission that you have to just go for it. Um, and not be ashamed. And if you blow it, you blow it, and you f- you figure what out what that looks like. But most of the time, they get I just they hit it right on the money, and they see, oh my gosh, this gift that's on the inside of me, I didn't know it was here. Mm. And it's almost like now they have a key in their own life, their personal lives, and you know lives of the people that are around them, and their whether they're in, in their work world or in their home or in their church life or, you know, where their, you know, civic duty, wherever they're going, they have a key that they can change the environment with the word of God. And it's really beautiful to, to sit in that environment and watch those things come up and, and facilitate it and say, no, you can do it. Wow. So I think that's what I love about it. Is that discovery that you got? Yeah. It's the, yeah, it's the discovery. It's the, you know, I, we had a, we have these little, I had this little video that I wanted, wanted to share and I, it didn't work um, because the computer wouldn't work, but I did this last year. And um, if you've ever seen the movie, uh, um, uh, Rise of the Guardians. Um, oh yeah, you do love this. Great and movie. It and it's, it's beautiful. And a lot of people go, oh, there's Eastern religion and there's no such thing as the Easter bunny. And there's no such thing as the tooth fairy. And everybody gets all wrapped up in 
kids stories, which they're kids stories. They're trying to get a point across. Anyway, anyway, I'm preaching now. But but there's this great moment where Santa Claus, who there was a saint. Saint. We love that guy. We love that guy. The real one and the fake one. Yeah. He's just our favorite. <laughs> so, I, but but he gets down and he's saying, what's your center? Which I know is an Eastern religion thing. But he's talking about what is at your core? What is the thing that makes you tick? And he gets to the bottom of Santa Claus and he has, you know, what are those things, those wooden things called that they, they're bigger? And little dolls. And yeah, and they get inside of a doll. Dang it, I need to know what this is. But he gets down, he gets to the very bottom and it's a baby. And the first thing I see when I see the baby is like, Oh, that's Jesus. Like, <laughs> there he is. There's Jesus right there in the middle of your movie. And so, but it's him as a little baby, and his eyes are real big, and he, and Santa Claus says, it's wonder. I'm filled with the wonder of discovery every day. Mm-hmm. And it makes me, because of that discovery, I create. And when I create, I give it away. And I'm like, this is the gospel in a movie. <laughs> Can't you people see this? I mean, there's just, anyway, it's so good. But, you know, I, uh, that's the way I felt, um, you know, last year. And, and the way I feel about every year of doing school is that the discovery of wonder and awe of who God is, yeah. what, like, who he is and what he wants to do in your life personally, what he wants to do in our lives corporately, and then what he wants to do on and what he has done in the planet. So it's wonder. So it's just wonder. Yeah. It's just that just like you. Cheers. Cheers. Here, here. Cheers Let's just to cheer. Wonder. Cheers to wonder. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So that's what I love about Bassam. And then obviously you just, you look around and sometimes I feel like, oh, I am running with giants. Yeah. I really do. Like, uh, sometimes I'm like, I'm just a little page over here. <laughs> You know, uh, serving <laughs> with all of these like giants, but and obviously they they're the giant that says, "Oh no, you're a giant just like me." Yeah. Come on, you know, come yeah. on up. And so you you have the the fantasticness of Jen Stockman's, and you have Lindy Hale, who's the second year, and then you have third year with Dan Weber, who is you know who will tell you to cut your head off, and you can't do this with your mind. But then he starts talking, and you're like, but I have to use my brain to actually wrap my head around what you just said <laughs> to get it. And so I just, and I love being, I love being around that. And then to have Laura Armour in fourth year, who's just like, okay, it's time to poop the little, you know, chicks out of the <laughs> nest and now go fly and practice and do all of that stuff. And, and, um, and so it's, it's a, a really, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful place and it's an honor to serve there. And, yeah. and, um, I mean, you would, the way I talk, you would think I get paid millions of dollars to do it. You know, <laughs> I really do, you know, and, and it's, it's something that we, but, but it, I get so, I, I feel like a millionaire when I'm, when, when I get to do it. That's so beautiful, it's really Kevin. great. Yeah. You do it well. You do it with so much joy. Thanks, with babe. So much passion and it's effortless yeah. and natural and you, you do well. Thank you. Yeah. Well, and so now that we've talked about Bassam. Let's talk about it just a little bit more because oh. you, my involvement at Bassam, yeah, your involvement at Bassam has been um, quite a wonderful journey. Well, because you know you have like done this, you've done this metamorphosis thing. Yeah. Well, always you know know lots of wonderful things have been inside of you and just waiting to get out and yeah. really needed a a space. And wow, this yeah. has been a really fantastic place for you. And so. You tell us how you've served and, and what's happening with you now at Bassam and how, what capacity you're serving. 
Well, I retired as a revival pastor. Which was um, a bummer because then we couldn't do it. It was a we bummer. We couldn't be a revival group pastors together. <laughs> because it was so much fun. It really was. It really was. I felt like it was the Lord. Mm. And the word was, you know, if, if I'm pruning things this healthy, mm. where do you think you're headed? That was the word when he when he said to retire. I was like, oh, Father. Look, Jesus, here's my arm. Go ahead. Prune it. <laughs> Prune it. It's good. <laughs> but it was an excellent experience. I loved every single second of it. There was yeah. nothing. Um, I loved it. I loved it. But I felt like the Lord um, asked me to retire, so I did. And at that point, I started teaching Bible. So I'm the first-year Bible mm -hmm. um, teacher. Yeah, which, by the way, is absolutely phenomenal yeah. and well and you had been teaching bible um, um i'd been sharing sh yeah you yeah. had been sharing bible um that whole time but it did um i wrote a curriculum for it mm. uh which is always you know those things are always in process or at least i'm always in process it's by no by no means finished but i am teaching it's the second year that i've taught um timeline timelines timelines and covenants, and covenants. And um, it is uh, probably why I'm on the planet. I feel like. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pretty sure it's my life's purpose. Yeah, and project. <laughs> not, not just at school, but, but oh, um, no. about uh, 15 years ago, I had an encounter with the Lord where um, I said at the time, God walked in the room. Uh, Kevin was with me. Uh, he was asleep. Kind of. I was sleeping. <laughs> We were watching a video. So we were in Texas. We're just doing our thing. And we were watching a Karis Bible College video, mm -hmm. a teacher named Arthur Manchess. And when I mentioned his name last night, because I, I started, uh, had the first lesson last night that just went so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I'm going to have to remember, somebody was like, I love Arthur Manchess. Get out, really? Yes. Oh, He's a awesome. South African minister. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, anyway, he, he was teaching. I was completely enraptured in what he was teaching. I was just, you know, it's those times that you're, you're, the, you're learning. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, I feel plugged into what is happening. I was just yeah. learning and learning and loving it and, and experiencing so much life from him teaching. And he said one, he dropped the last thing I remember him saying, he dropped the bomb of, he was talking about the great mystery, and I won't mention it now because I had to study that for five years, what he said. I was like, what in the world? But it was true. So he's talking about the, you know, the great mystery that the New Testament mentions and teaches on. And when he said that, at the time, I said, God the Father walked in the room. Now, since then, the Lord has corrected me and told me, I'm always in the room. I yeah. <laughs> I promised I would never leave. Yeah. I told Come you on. I would never Come forsake. On. I, I'm, I'm on the inside. Come I'm on. on the outside. I'm in your room. Like, I'm yeah. always there. Permeating. You just understood a bit of truth that opened up your senses. This was him talking to me over a period of time. That that truth that, that Arthur Minches was sharing opened up my understanding. And when it did, I was able to discern what was happening in the room and and. God the Father was there with me and, and always is with the Holy Spirit. And so, but anyway, at the time I said he walked in the room. Right. This presence filled the room from the ceiling to the floor. So I, I just filled the room and, and I was overwhelmed. I had two major inclinations, two things were just like, oh my gosh. And the first one was 
you know everything, you're brilliant. I mean, his, the, the weightiness mm. of his presence in human history yeah. was overwhelming. His brilliance, his, his, his knowing, his all-knowingness yeah. was shocking. Mm. <laughs> it was yep. overwhelmed by you know everything. Like mm-hmm. you, you know exactly what David was thinking when he leaned down and he picked up those rocks mm. and he put it. You, yeah, you're the one. You know what? You know you understand. You were having conversations with Joshua when he asked you to hold the sun still at Gibeon. I mean, you you, you know, I was just overwhelmed with by the his straw presence. and the manger. Felt like yes, I mean, mm. I was overwhelmed. And then yeah. the second um, thing that was overwhelming to me was. I can ask you anything and you'll tell me. I could feel his generosity and his eagerness to like ask me anything. The Jeremiah 33, oh. 3, call to me, oh, wow. cry out to me. I will answer you. I will, I will show you great and unsearchable things. And I was just overwhelmed by call out to me. I'll show you. Wow. And um, so I did. And I took a second to consult my heart because it was obviously a very, you know, important marking moment. It's marked my life at this point, but you know, you knew then. And I, I consulted my heart about heart. What you know? What's in here? I, I want to be just the most genuine and honest. What do we want to ask? Kind of thing, you know. And up mm-hmm. and out of me. And again, I'm a a Baptist, um, raised in the Baptist church. So thankful for it. I'm so happy for the Baptist. I just love the I love the Bible. The Bible has been sung over me in songs and stories, literally from birth. All your life. Yeah. Mother was a Bible teacher and a singer and. I just love the Bible, and, and my heritage is in the yes, roots is. of the Baptist Church of just the honor and the, this, the sanctity, the, the sacredness of the Bible. Word. Yeah, come on. So anyway, up and out of me, this you know, with all my Baptist roots, we were very much in a, a faith <laughs> word of movement, faith, word of yeah. faith. Mm-hmm. You know, we were seeing miracles, and you know, we had we'd moved into the deeper things of the Lord for sure. But up out of me, <laughs> these Baptist roots, you know, I, I said, I don't understand. I don't understand why you would not give Adam and Eve the heads up. Why would you not tell them? They didn't even know right from wrong. They didn't know what was good and evil, and you're not going to tell them that there was this this thing called the devil? Why you wouldn't do that? You would never do that. That's not even in your nature. You would, what? And and then I just asked about Joshua and I, you know, all the, the violence and the, the things that had yeah. scared me my whole mm-hmm. life, basically, of the Old Testament where... I, I knew that the if it's in the word, it's the truth. And so I had resolved hundreds of times, hundreds of times of, Father, I don't understand what that is. I just know you. Yeah. I know your love. I know you're beautiful. I know you're good. I know you personally. I know that you're kind. I don't understand this, but I'll, I'll believe anything. I'd believe anything, you, anything you'd say. I, I would believe you. So it's beautiful. That had yeah. been my... That had been my growing up environment with the word. I loved it, but I just, there were so many things. I'm like, wow. So that's what came bubbling up in the most genuine part of me. It was not premeditated. It wasn't even anything that was in the forefront of my mind for years at that point. I was 30 something, you Mm. know? And um, anyway, God said his, his opening statement, he said it. And like everything he says, it's just like this bomb of peace goes off. And he said, I honored a decision that mankind made in the, the garden. Yep. And then I spent seven days with him alone, just writing. And he just took me through the Old Testament. He showed me Jesus everywhere. I had never seen that. I had never heard that. I, I heard and saw things. None of it had crossed my mind. And all of it made sense. And all of it was in the Word. So I took 15 years to think about it. 
<laughs> or it took 15 years to process <laughs> to that. process it yeah and to get counsel lots and lots of counsel mm-hmm. um, my mother was a theologian bible teacher talked to her a lot until it made her nervous you know mm-hmm. which was totally reasonable yep. and then um i think i've mentioned before my uncle is andrew womack mm-hmm. and a bible theologian and so i was able to call him not not, not a lot but and ask him have you ever seen this and he's so wonderful. Yeah, he's not he's that guy great. that gives you things on a silver platter. Mm-mm. So he would answer with more questions. Have you seen this? Have you studied this out? And so, <laughs> you know, there was some help there. And then just, you know, we've always been with spiritual giants, people that wow. love Jesus and love the word. So I've had a lot of good conversation and good counsel. Andrew Shum, my best friend, you know, mm-hmm. we, I could go on with people that just have been, that love Jesus and love the word and. Anyway, so 15 years later, I've finally gotten it together and am teaching it. So that's my role. And it is uh, not just teaching it here. I mean, I'm, I'm honored, but it is the joy of my life to finally well, be organizing these things yeah. and getting them down and being able to craft them where they, they bless people and where I can impart that peace yeah. to people. Because the overwhelming experience at this point would be, Father, I've always loved you. Who couldn't love you? Jesus especially. Yeah. He just, you know, from the time I was little, who couldn't love Jesus? If if you see Jesus, you love Jesus. Mm. And he was so faithful. He's always shown himself to mm. me. So, of course, I loved him. Anybody who sees him will love him. Yeah. Come always on. loved him. I didn't know how to trust him in my mind. I didn't have a structure. Like, I didn't have the knowledge to trust him well. And so I would say that's how I nutshell this whole experience. And I'm still, I'm just going through a huge season of trusting the Lord where, you know, you know, when he does something, when he goes for, let's go deeper and trust. And I'm like, oh, now I feel like I've never trusted you ever. (laughs) But I know that's not true. I mean, that, that whole encounter and timelines and covenants, that's what I would say about it. I've always loved you and I've had to learn how to to trust you through seeing who you really were, what you were really doing seeing your goodness and your innocence yeah. who couldn't trust you as well as love yeah. you. Well, I really feel like too, as you, you know, as I've listened to you, well, I've been with you on this 15 year process too. I've, I mean, I've, you I've would heard be one of the giants, honey. I'm sorry. I've heard. No, no, no. I'm just saying you're, like, I've heard. You're the main giant. You've heard, I've heard all every, of it. I've heard every bit of it. And never been know? afraid, never flinched. You've been Mm-mm. my most faithful friend when I'm like, Kevin, I feel like God said this and we hadn't seen it in the word yet. And it could have yep. been scary. And you, you never, you no. never have flinched. You've been faithful to me. Um, I feel like, and this is so interesting because we were actually talking about this at coffee this morning about, um, you know, kind of like spanning a, a, a generation from, you know, one, one place here of one mindset to another one here and almost like a bridging of the gap. And, and really I feel like what you're, what, what you're releasing is more of a proclamation of the goodness in God's, history and um and and i mean it takes every sacred cow that you would ever uh, you ever had in your theological brain um and it just begins to actually sacrifice them i could put a sacred cow on the cover of this teaching it is awesome (laughs) i mean it just burned like the altar's just burning like yep just throw that one up there yep well well look at the life of job yep we can throw that one up there because she's got an awesome like the most amazing message on job you will ever hear if you Um, have keys to read job i find so much comfort and joy i study job all the time yep and like i mean just yeah. all all of the things that are, are the misconceptions and honestly to tell you the truth that people have you know m- maybe out of good intention r- really just 
wrapped, you know, a bow around a terrible pig that needed to be sacrificed. Like, that's not good. That's not not just good theology. That's not even God's character or his nature. And you're and and so um, I feel like what what you what you're doing is just taking those things and saying, no, here here is actually the character and nature of God through the lens of Jesus looking backward into Mm -hmm. history and go, man, he had a plan the whole time. And you actually, when you start to see his plan, you start to understand, or actually when you start to see his goodness, you actually see his plan. Mm -hmm. And so Rachel just has, has, the Lord has showed her so many different things in his, you'd be, oh my gosh, I just, I get so excited thinking Mm -hmm. about how this will be, how will we, be released and thanks and you've been so faithful through the whole process so so that's our that's our involvement here so that's look at that gold we pulled out some gold you have got a lot of gold like (laughs) 24 karat magic in the air (laughs) (laughs) v-h-s there it is thank you so much for listening we always want to hear watching. your testimonies for watching. Thank you yes. for joining on. Thanks for joining on Facebook. Uh, I totally Live. forgot that yeah. that was there. Yeah. So thanks, Facebook. Yeah. I hope some people tuned in. We always uh, would love to hear anything that the Lord is doing in you through yeah. BH Hats. Always um, email us. Yeah. Email us, BH Hats at BethelAtlanta.com. Like, we'd love to hear your stories. If, if something sticks out at you um, that you hear and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to grab that, and then it happens. Email us, bhats at bethlehemana.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, and even actually share your story. I think those yeah. are, I know that uh, prophetic words have been given, words of knowledge have been given where people have been healed. If that's you, um, or you've got, or the Lord's like changed your world because you've listened to that up to this, if that's you, email us at bhats at bethlehemana.com. We would love to hear from you. We would love yep. to hear from you. Thank you so much for watching. Please continue to yep. um, listen and watch. We just love you, truly. Yep. We sure do. You guys remember that Jesus loves you. And we love you too.